Professor Peter Lynam, are you there? I am here, yes, indeed. Okay, now uh, what are we chatting about for this week's edition of That's the Spirit? Well, we're chatting about the use of The Handmaid's Tale to inspire a group of women to protest in Israel about proposed law changes. Okay. So there's this dramatic uh, photographs of women dressed in the red and white costume looking a bit like Little Red Riding Hood, um, uh, in which they're doing circles around out in front of the Knesset um, in, uh, in uh, Tel Aviv. It's quite dramatic. Okay. Uh, for people like myself, I'm vaguely aware of the general plot of A Handmaid's Tale, but I've kind of avoided it perhaps because it was, I don't know, I've heard that's pretty grim and... Uh, I don't know if I was up for it, but what what is the general premise of A Handmaid's Tale and why would these Israeli women be, uh, you know, like... Yeah, so um, it, it, it's very well chosen. Look, I was surprised when I went back and looked at that they're not the first to have used this approach to make a protest. Yes, yes. So the, it's a very grim plot, yeah. which is premised on the fact that the, the world is an absolute crisis, yeah. that... Um, various sexually transmitted diseases and various other sort of factors of climate change and pollution have created a a universe where now a single government under the name of Gilead, a biblical name, because this is a totalitarian sort of theocratic state, and it's it's taken over and it has one of the key features it's got is it's subjected women yes. to be essentially the the workforce of the regime mm-hmm. so they firstly for begetting children there's no relationship with the man yeah. they're just slaves that do the trick and in other respects too they do work and they're constantly being condemned as adulteresses and the like. Yes, and so uh, it, yeah. And it's, it's recently is recently screened in Israel. Yes, that's right. It's familiar to Israel. Apparently, it's got quite a following in Israel, yes. as it has here, of course. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, a completely and utterly grim situation for the people that are, you know, subject to this. Totalitarian, yeah. totalitarian regime and and the hands made tale. I mean, what's the general sentiment in Israel at the moment? Are they feeling like well, they are heading in a similar it, direction? It's a very critical moment, really, for Israel mm-hmm. because Netanyahu did a deal with the right wing parties who were generally too extreme to be part of um, a government. And uh, we how so? Like that he would. Uh, adopt some of their policies? Yes, so he's agreed to a series of policies which, I mean, from any wider world concern, are shocking. So that this means that the Israeli settlers um, more or less have a free hand to seize Palestinian territory. Mm-hmm. And we saw dramatic signs last week of the way in which they were perfectly prepared you know, after a, a, a small incident with Palestinians, that they just go mob rule and 
seize and destroy everything Palestinian they can find in that part of the West Bank. Yes. Um, but the big concern for women is that, remember, this is not just right wing. This is, uh, these are people who want to return to the kind of regulations of the Bible. Okay. On the conditions, which means that women will be severely severely restricted in what they can do, that abortion will be banned, that lots and lots of things that currently are upheld by, I mean, Israel in the past has had a relatively liberal government, mm -hmm. more liberal than, than most of the, yes, of the um, surrounding territory. Yeah. And so homosexuality, um, abortion and the like are relatively freely available. Yeah. But the, the big critical bill that's before Knesset at the moment and has already gone through its first reading with a majority um, says that the parliament by a simple majority can overturn any ruling of the um, Supreme Court. So effectively very few barriers would exist. Okay, so they can write their own women. rules. Why the, heck is he, right. why the heck are they going backwards? Is it just to maintain a grip on oh, power? Well, we've got to be careful about backwards and forwards language. Okay. <laughs> and yep, in Israel, it's, it's complex because the, the large bulk of migrants to Israel since the 1990s mm. have been Russians, Russian Jews. Okay. And Russian Jews and Jews from other parts of the former Soviet Union are generally very, very conservative. Yes. And so some of them won't even vote. But many of them who do vote um, do so along the lines of um, an, an attempt to return to well, a, a government in which the values of the extremists will be reflected in, in the ruling. What's to be and gained from an extremist, uh, you know, lifestyle? The... Like, I mean, lifestyle's a poor choice of, you know, words for this yes, situation, but um, what's to be gained from an extremist, I guess, rule and adopting some of their, you know, whatever they want? They believe that they'll be spiritually and morally enriched mm -hmm. by departing from what they see as a pernicious liberal state that has no values in their view, yes. um, that tramples over the rights of the Jew to have a special place. And that if the Jews have a special place in God, they should have a special place in Israel. Mm -hmm. I mean, still there's the right of return yeah. that exists in, in Israel so that any Jew can can return to Israel if they've got, whether or not they've ever had any Israeli yes. connections. So this is just a really hardline Judaism. Yes, and the, but the important thing is, you see, that the a lot of these late late latecomer families mm. have, I mean, in a sense, they, they do very little else other than reproduce children. Yes, and and so you've got a very high birth rate, and so the yeshiva schools. Um, so these are schools run by the rabbis, um, mm. are busting at the seams yeah. with people from all over. And these young, impressionable uh, students have been raised in fervent belief that this is the only right way, 
that the purpose of being a Jew is to obey the constraints of the Old Testament, and, well, it wasn't the Old Testament for them, um, of the Bible, and to live it out. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're a very significant faction. And for a long time, people have tried to keep them out, largely because they don't really play a normal parliamentary game. Yes. You know, you know they, they don't, most parties, if you enter politics, you have to learn to compromise. Mm-hmm. They have not been willing to compromise. Now back to, so, back to back to the woman who are wearing the, women, the, yeah. uh, the same garb as the woman in A Handmaid's Tale. Um, yep. I mean, how is their protest uh, sat with the parties that they're trying to protest against? Oh, I think there's general fury hmm. at this kind of comparison. Um, fury that you would dare you know, deride our values full thing and compare it with this parody of government that's in The Handmaid's Tale. Mm -hmm. Um, There is quite within um, the rabbinic schools, because the attitude to women in education is very, very restricted anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, Women are largely seen in terms of their reproductive function. Yes. So there's there's a real element of hitting home with a, a stinging truth in what's being told. But of course, from the point of view of the, the rabbis, this is the way to the safety of the future of Israel. It's yeah. got to be values driven. And they look at the Arab societies around them and observe a good deal of hardening up of, of Muslim values. Mm. And so they feel it, that they're never going to fight Islam unless they fight it on the terms that, is, that Islam fights them. Yes. With, with this sort of protest action, are the protesters safe, or do you think that they could now be in danger with this sort of protest action? Israel is still a free and liberal state, hmm. um, and the bits that are changing are changing in a rather, you know, in a slow fashion. Yes. Um, no, I don't think there's any danger. I think there's deep deep divisions mm. in Israeli society. So um, although the majority has voted for um, this government, remember that the government is comprised of factions and that Netanyahu himself mm. will compromise with anybody yeah. in order to stay in power. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. So it's not as though he's deeply committed to anti-feminist um, things, but he is committed to not going to prison and he needs <laughs> to be prime minister because he's being charged, you know, there's these charges on the table yes. um, against electoral abuse. So he needs any way he can. He needs to, to stay in power out. or flee to the Mediterranean and live on that's a super right, yacht. That's right. Oh, he's yeah. already in the Mediterranean. He just needs to find an island. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Peter Lynham, um, enlightening as always. Hey, thank you very much for chatting to us this evening. We'll look forward to speaking with you next Monday. Very good. Cheers, mate. Bye.